Hello and welcome to the 48th episode of UPSC Prep Decoded, a podcast brought to you by Abhyankar's IAS so that you can study on the go. A very happy Independence Day to all our listeners. I, Khushi Bola, am your host for today and we have in conversation with us our director and mentor, Mr. Ashai Abhyankar. A very warm welcome to you, sir. And this Independence Day, we bring to you India at 75. Sir, what does this much celebrated Azadi Ka Amrit Mahotsav symbolically represent for our country? A very happy Independence Day to all our listeners. You see, the 75th year of independence and our walk into the next 25 years is going to be special for multiple purposes. And I take this opportunity in wishing all our listeners and all Indians um, in India and all over the world a very happy Independence Day because for the first time, we are outlining a roadmap um, which we are calling as the entry into the Amrit Kal or that very devout period where we are celebrating or rather are working towards celebrating uh, independence from social and economic shackles. So when India grew independent and was able to shake off the colonial yoke, India did achieve political freedom. Uh, We were able to walk out of colonial rule in ways that were impossible for many other colonies. For example, the oppressed and the oppressor, if I were to use that term, parted as friends. There was a very, very strong participation in the freedom movement, which was fought on principles of Satyagraha. It had members and individuals from all walks of life, all ethnicities, all religions, groups, associations, coming in together and fighting for the idea of India. But today, when we look at the past 75 years that have gone by, and our entry into the next 25, we are outlining the kind of sacrifice and the kind of personal work that is going to be required by every single individual. And this is going to help him liberate from shackles of social and economic hurdles and become independent and free in the truest sense of the term. And I would say that the Azadi Ka Amrit Mahatsav, the celebration of India, of the sacrifices that have gone into building and making this country, all seen and unseen warriors who have fought for the idea of India. Their sacrifices must not go in vain. And every Indian must be able to rise up to this occasion, should be able to pledge himself to the social economic freedom of himself and the self-reliance and greatness of this nation. Right, sir. And sir, how is inclusive policy making spearheaded by data-led governance going to help us shape a new India? This is a very good question, Kushi, because now when we are looking at this entire concept of Atma Nirbhar Bharat or the idea of a self-reliant India, we are also being able to stand up to challenges of, or or rather build towards a self-resilient India. For example, the pandemic was a time of huge learning. There were multiple challenges, but India shone brightly not only among the developing world, but also among the developed world, we were able to put together an indigenous vaccine, have a record amount of vaccine delivery, a vaccination drive with close to 200 crore vaccine doses being administered. 
So when you look at this entire concept, the backbone of the entire governance model today is end-to-end digitization. It's allowing you to map out people to ensure that nobody who are separated uh, through geography or ethnicity are left out of the developmental process. And the entire concept of Atmanirbhar Bharat is able to realize itself through flagship programs like the Make in India, the Digital India Initiative, the Skill India missions. So here we have India spearheading itself And like the Prime Minister had very rightly mentioned many years ago, that we are moving from mouse to mouse. And this is where India was always known as the land of spirituality, but it is going to be known as the land of the information age, the land of um, self-resilient, self-reliant people who are going to shape the new India and get India its rightful place in global world politics and in the new economic world order that is shaping in the 21st century. So speaking of this economic world order, it's said that economic transformation goes hand in hand with inclusion. And for this very purpose, the citizens of India have been called to raise a Jan Andolan, which points towards Jan Bhagidari. How and why is this so important for us to achieve? This is a very critical juncture um, of India's independence. Uh, For the first 75 years, there was a lot of focus on representative democracy because direct democracy was impossible in India given the numbers. Today, when we talk about the Jan Bhagidari model, the citizen is no longer a recipient. He is no longer a beneficiary, but he is a participant and a stakeholder in the process of governance. So when you look at models of public-private partnerships, when you are looking at Skill India missions, when you are looking at the day and ages of startups which are coming out with multiple indigenous solutions to solve governance problems, when you are looking at uh, concepts of crowdfunding, crowdsourcing, you are able to understand that the citizen is the government today. So every action of the citizen as an individual or as a, as civil society, as a group, has to be a focus on constructive, cooperative India, one where individual and national goals sink in together. And the idea of India is driven by the new Indian who is self-sufficient, who is self-reliant, who is resilient, and more importantly, is informed and reasoned to make the right choices that allow you to push for a concept of a Jan Andolan which is brought together by people. India did it at independence. We did for all the years of independence, right from the first war of Indian independence uh, with the revolt of 1857 up to India gaining and being able to wipe out colonial yoke in 1947. We have done these andolans, but today this andolan is going to be about the citizen about his priorities, about his contributions, about how he can integrate himself better in the social and economic dimensions of progress and is able to contribute wholeheartedly, comprehensively to this idea of India. And this is when the entire concept of Jan Bhagidari is going to come together. The citizen is the stakeholder. He is the government. He is the citizen. And he is India. This is the very idea that we are trying to build and trying to lift over concepts of uh, regionality, nationality, ethnicity, religion, and caste. So as we celebrate our Independence Day today, the Har Ghar Tiranga campaign, 
is a beautiful way to imbibe a spirit of patriotism and nationalism in every indian to make him believe that we are one and that we over one always triumphs thank you so much for making us understand what india stands for today sir to our listeners if you enjoyed the podcast do like share and download your feedbacks and suggestions are always welcome you can contact us through info@abhyankariis.com show us some love on our instagram twitter and facebook handle that go by the name abhyankars ias do not forget that these podcasts are now available on spotify google and apple podcasts thank you for being a part of our journey keep listening and stay tuned for more